You're listening to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and today I am continuing on with the Life on My Term series, and I am talking about four life lessons that I've learned from being a dog mom. Now, those of you who know me know that I love my dogs. I call them my second set of children, but dogs teach us so many great lessons, and over the past couple of years, I've observed my dogs and learned these lessons from them, and I just want to share them with you. So this is a fun episode, but it's also really deep level self-care, life-changing stuff. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and we will be talking all about deep level self-care practices to help you have success in both your personal and professional life by reducing stress and anxiety and overwhelm improving your mindset, and creating a strong, loving connection with yourself. I'll see you on the inside. Hey guys, welcome back to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. As I said earlier, we are continuing on with the Life on Purpose series, and today I'm sharing with you four life lessons that I learned from my dogs. So the title of the blog post that I wrote this week was um, The Lessons I've Learned from Having My Dog as My Life Coach. And I say that because the lessons I've learned from my dogs have been kind of life-changing and I don't want to minimize it because it sounds like a silly kind of a topic, right? But these lessons are so powerful. So let's get into it. Oh, before we get into it though, I want to remind you to get on the list for my free masterclass series that I've been doing this year. So I'm doing five masterclasses over the course of the year and they're free to you. And I've already done two, and this is the third one. It's going to be three mindset shifts you need to make in order to get unstuck in your life. So this is a really good one. And then there's going to be two more after this. If you, As soon as you sign up for the Masterclass Series, you're in for the year, and you'll automatically get all the Masterclasses sent right to your inbox to watch at your convenience. So be sure to sign up for that today. Just go into the show notes, and there'll be a link right there for you. So let's get into it. So a lot of you know that I'm a dog person. Like if you know me personally, you know that I love my dogs. They're my second set of children. Um, I'm a little bit on that level of crazy dog mom, I guess you could say. And over the past couple of years, I've become really close with my dogs, just like a lot of people through the pandemic. And we've had to spend a lot of times indoors and stuff like that. And there's just a lot to say about the love and companionship that you get from dogs. And I'm going to go over some of those things today. So these things I believe are life-changing, meaning they can change our health and they can change our relationships for the better. How many times have you heard people say, I like animals more than I like people? I mean, I hear that all the time, but maybe it's just the kind of people I hang out with in the circles that I travel in, right? There's a reason for that though, and I believe we should take a closer look at why so many people feel this way. I believe the reason we love our animals so much is that we, they, they have like, this uh, part, there's a part of the way they are that we want to be, or we're supposed to be, I think. They're living their lives or their experience the way we're supposed to be experiencing it. Hopefully I said that correctly. I stumbled a little bit, but 
It's our true nature to be like them, I think. But with society being the way it is now and all of its unreasonable expectations, we've lost this natural connection with ourselves. So here are some of the things that I observed and the things I think we all could benefit from doing more of, like a lot more of. Okay, number one, rest a whole lot more. So have you watched your dogs? Like I've been watching my dogs a lot lately and I think I read that dogs uh, sleep for an average of 16 hours a day. (laughs) Now I don't want to sleep for 16 hours a day and I know they're different than us, but when they're at rest, they're at rest. So they, they sleep a lot. They, they're relaxed. They're not doing anything else when they're resting. They're not doing, 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 doing all the time, kind of the way I am. So I personally have trouble with this. This is one of my, my points that I always struggle with. Like, so even when I'm resting, I'm like, oh, I could be reading a book or listening to something like a audio book that's teaching me something, right? So I, I always have trouble allowing myself to rest. So I have to be very conscious about like actually resting. So most dogs, I believe can do this, like like brilliantly. As people, not only do we measure our worth with the amount that we do in our lives, but when we're at rest, a lot of us feel guilty and some even label themselves and others as lazy when they're resting too much. Like how crazy is that? Like seriously, we really shouldn't, you know, kind of line our worth with how much we're doing. That makes no sense if you really think about it. I don't think it's normal that we work so much in our lives. And I'm positive most of us lack the rest that we need on a daily basis, right? I know what you're thinking. Like, Tina, get real. My dog does not have to bring home the bacon. They don't have to, you know, make money to survive. Well, of course I know this, but the important thing that I've learned is that when I'm resting, when I make the point to sit down and rest, I should be at rest. I should allow myself to do nothing and feel good about it I shouldn't feel any guilt, right? I shouldn't feel like I'm missing out on something. I should not feel like I'm falling behind. Now, if you can, every once in a while, take an afternoon nap with your dog and do not feel bad about it. Like embrace it. Also, make sure a part of your body is lying in the sunshine, okay? You know how they do that. How many times do you find your dog and they're they're in like a room and they're in the only spot in that room where the sun is just shining on the carpet? right? And they, they manage to sit in that spot. My dad's dog lays at the front door. It, there's always sun coming in the front door and the, the front door, um, the whole front deck area is this dark, deep brown wood. And so it gets so warm and my dad's dog is black. And so she gets so warm sometimes that she has to move and she's panting even in the winter. It's so funny. So lesson one is, oh, I got like a tickle in my throat. Lesson one is to rest more and allow yourself to rest without the guilt. And then the bonus that you could add is just adding some sunshine into that. Okay, so now the next lesson. Play hard and more often. Dogs haven't just mastered rest. They have mastered how to play too. 
Now, when my dogs play, they go crazy. They're goofy, they zoom around without a care in the world. They don't care who's watching or if they have a good picture of what they're doing for social media. They're just going hard into ex experiencing the joy from the most basic things like a ball, a bone, a stick, sometimes nothing at all. They're just running around in the grass being outside. I love watching my dogs just roll around in the grass. It's pure happiness for them. So almost every time I take my dogs out, um, especially my dog Max. So I have two dogs, they're golden doodles, and I rescued both of them, or I shouldn't say rescue, rescue isn't the word, I adopted both of them, okay? And Max loves to just roll in the grass, like every time. So like even, and he always gets grass stains on his forehead, which I think is really funny, because he gets so into it. Sometimes other things too that I don't like, but for the most part, it's just grass. And when he's rolling in the grass, he you could just see how happy he is. He's just so freaking happy. And Millie just sniffs and chases things. She has a huge prey drive. And so I have to keep her on leash because she could disappear in a matter of seconds. It's actually happened. Just chasing leaves, right? So I always call her like a flippity gibbet because she's just like oh, there's a leaf. And then she runs towards that leaf. And then she's like, oh, there's another leaf moving. And then she runs towards that. And before you know it, she's like two miles away from you and you're chasing her down, right? So she stays on the leash. <laughs> so lesson two is to play more often and be as silly as possible and not care what people think, right? A lot of times we're, we're trying to do things that don't necessarily make us happy, but we see what other people are doing and we're doing it just for the sake of that. So like really tune into what makes you happy and do more of that and do it without a care in the world. Because after all, who really gives a crap what anyone thinks? Who cares if you get a picture from it? Who cares if anyone else knows what you're doing? Just have fun. So get enough rest, like I just talked about, but also, you know, when you rest, you rest hard, then you can play hard and you can play more often. So lesson two, play more often, be as silly as possible. And the bonus is get outside and roll in the grass. Nature is very healing. And when you actually touch your body to the ground, I mean, I'm not even joking here. You help heal your body, okay? So it's, it's called earthing. And maybe I'll do a whole podcast episode on that. The third thing, and this is one of my favorite things, and I think a lot of people can relate to this, is love unconditionally. This is the thing I think we all need the most, the unconditional love that we get from our dogs. And when I say dogs, this is just my experience, but my, my youngest daughter has a cat. And so this goes for cats too, or whatever kind of pet you have that fills this void in your life, right? So they love us unconditionally. They're always happy when we get home. They're always excited to see us. They cuddle with us when we're sad or when we don't feel good. It's like they automatically know that we need them. They don't give a crap about what we look like or what we wear or how we smell or anything. Like they just love us. They are a constant companion that we always can count on. Always. It's unconditional. Their heart is wide open. They give and receive love fully. And you can always count on them for this, right? It's like the sun rising and setting. You can always count on it. You always know it's going to happen. You can always count on your pet for this. I always give this right back to them. I mean, have you heard the way people talk to their dogs? 
like, so in the morning, I laugh at myself all the time because in the morning I always say, and I have like this like high pitch, like cutesy voice. And I, I judge people by the voice that they use with their dogs. And I don't mean judge them in a bad way. I like them more. I genuinely like them more when they have a ridiculous cutesy voice for their dogs. So I'm always like, good morning, pretty girl. How did you sleep last night? Were you cozy? Did you sleep really good? Oh, you're such a pretty girl. Oh, you're so beautiful. Like I just go on and on. Could you imagine like, like your partner doing this to you? Like just being, (laughs) just doing that every morning. It's like, maybe not in that voice, but like, how nice is that? You know, and my dogs get up every morning, they jump in bed with me. And sometimes they're in bed with me. But most of the time they start in bed with me and then they jump down and go somewhere else because they get hot or whatever. So when I wake up, as soon as I start moving, they jump up to, to greet me in the morning. Um, but this, this voice that I use with my dogs goes on all day with me, at least. I don't know if like, I know I'm next level dog mom, but I think a lot of people do this. As a matter of fact, I know I'm not the only one because I've witnessed this on many occasions with my kids and friends and other family members. And as I said, I love people even more if they have the most ridiculous dog talk voice. I just absolutely love it. Okay. I think it just says something positive about the person. It just radiates like this positive energy, this positive, loving, open energy. So lesson three is be open to love deeply and unconditionally. I know we've all been hurt. We're all going to be hurt again. Like there's no way to avoid getting hurt, right? So why not be open to love deeply and unconditionally? And bonus, have a silly voice that you use to talk to the ones you love. Okay. Some people might not be that accepting of it, but I am. I love it. I absolutely love it. Now, the last thing, number four, is to be tuned in to your surroundings. Now, dogs are so tuned in, right? Their senses are so sharp. They notice things that we never will. And I know their senses are different than ours. Like, I know their sense of smell, like, out... uh, Outdoes our sense of smell by, like, a lot. I don't know exactly what the numbers are, but a lot. And I believe part of the reason they're so tuned in is because they are well-rested and happy, but most dogs at least are well-rested and happy. Not all dogs have this, right? But it's also a survival instinct and I'm quite aware of that, okay? But I'm just talking about what we can learn from them right now. So in order for us to be tuned in to all our senses, including our intuition, which I think is the most unused sense that we have. Most people aren't tuned into their intuition. Most people believe that this is not one of their senses. Most people believe that they can't even have, they don't have intuition, but the truth is this is just one of our senses. And if you pay attention to children, you'll notice that they're very tuned into their intuition and they lose it gradually as they get pushed into like societal structures as they are today. Right. But when we, we need to slow down and pay attention to the signs that are all, all around us. And I believe that all these lessons I talked about today, that what dogs do, as I said at the beginning of this lesson, um, I believe part of the reason that dogs are so tuned in is because they're well-rested and happy, right? When we take the time to slow down, we're open to all the signs all around us. If we're constantly busy and constantly doing, doing, doing all the time and never at rest, we will not notice 
these signs. We will not be connected to our intuition. If any of the signs, um, all the signs that are there are there to guide us in our lives and protect us, okay? And when you're not tuned into those, when you don't slow down enough to tune into those, you're you're like kind of cutting yourself off. You're not using all your senses. You just have so much more power when you're tuned into your intuition. Um, so lesson four, slow down so you can tune into your intuition and your higher self and take advantage of a sense that you were born with and you're able to tune into and use. Now, if you want help with tuning into your intuition, you can look into the show notes on how to work with me on a more private basis. But all, all you really have to do is slow down and listen and pay attention. All right. So, and the bonus is you can use this as an excuse to rest more without guilt. Okay. So as you could see, my dogs are amazing life coaches. They are my life coaches. And, you know, if you really take time and pay attention to the way your animals live, you can learn a lot from them. The things I learn from them on a daily basis, as I said, are life-changing and they benefit our health They and they benefit our life in so many different ways. Also, the love and companionship that they give us can just not be measured. Why would anyone not want to have a dog unless you're allergic to them? And as I said earlier, this goes for cats too, or any pet that you have. Like you might be someone who has horses. You might have, I don't know, you might have a snake that you love. I don't, I don't really understand that relationship, but <laughs> I'm, I, anything that works for anybody else, I'm down with. If it makes, if it gives you comfort, then I'm open to it. So I hope from this point forward that you will look at your pets from a new perspective, or perhaps you already knew all of this, but never really put it into words. So be sure to give your pet or a pet an extra squeeze today. But I have to remind you, if you're squeezing someone else's pet, always ask permission before you squeeze them. Okay, guys, until next time, always bring deep level self-care into your life every day. Bye.